It's from Luke 8. Luke 8, and you'll find it, uh, verse 16. It's just two verses. Sorry, three verses. 16 to 18. Uh, 1037. So Luke 8, starting at verse 16. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, he puts it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has, will be taken from him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So lamps and lights, beds and stands, hidden, brought out into the open, given more, taken away. It's an enlightening little parable, pun intended, but its focus is actually on hearing and listening and how we listen. You see, in verse 18, we've got in front of us, therefore, consider carefully how you listen. This is Jesus' conclusion to his explanation of the parable of the sower, the explanation that he was giving his disciples, an explanation, I think, that he's giving us today. Jesus has mentioned four different kinds of hearing, a hearing where Satan takes away the word, a hearing where trial destroys the rootless word, a hearing where worries where riches and pleasures choke the word. And also a hearing with a good and honest heart, it says, where the word bears fruit in perseverance and produces many more than we can expect, many more times, a hundred times more. You see, Jesus is announcing this beautiful, powerful gospel this light that he describes here, that is to be proclaimed and not to be kept hidden. Hearing well is a mark of being a passionate disciple for Christ. Where on earth have we heard that before? And it's a mark of his invitation for us to join him on his mission, to shine that light in all the world, that everywhere and everything and everyone would be flooded with his light. And it's one where our generous words and our deeds will shine and shine on people that they might hear and know. The passage says, for those who are coming in, that they can see a way to enter in. I wonder where our words will land this week that people might know that that is the way to start finding the way in to Jesus. Our fruitfulness is determined by it, and ultimately the glory and the kingdom of God is extended because of it. So I wonder how we might carefully consider 
how we listen. Firstly, I think it's about listening authentically. You see in verse 17, if you look in the text, Jesus said that what's on the inside, our authenticity, is going to be made evident. And he's asking us to align ourselves now, our insides, with our outside, so that we can listen well. What does that mean? I wonder if it means this. Is the gospel for you the treasure of your heart? But I wonder if you're like me. We so easily get drawn away, chasing after other things. Instead, I think this is Jesus' invitation to confess, I've been chasing after other things today, this week, in my life. Let's ask him by the power of his spirit that he and he alone, that Jesus alone is the treasure of our hearts, that we're not chasing after any other thing than Jesus himself. So listening authentically. And secondly, let's listen fruitfully. In verse 18, Jesus says to us, whoever has will be given more. I like this phrase, a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. A candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. And as we look at our lives, do we long to spread the light of Jesus, the light of the gospel? If we were to go on and read further on in Luke's gospel at the beginning of chapter 9, we see Jesus calling in his disciples together to be with him. And he gives them power and authority to drive out demons, to cure diseases, and then he sends them out to proclaim the kingdom of God. And the text goes on. They go and spread the good news everywhere. You and I are here today for a reason. Jesus has called us in. He's called us together to once again to equip us by the power of his spirit that is at work in us. To equip us with his authority. And it's Jesus who is going to send us out to the places where we live and move and have our being so that we might share his kingdom, his light, with those we meet. You know, we're all kinds of people. Maybe it's in our workplaces that he is sending us to, to that colleague we've been going by, rushing by, but actually is he calling us to stop and say, how are you doing? To notice, to notice other people, to notice that neighbor. Maybe this week we are caring for our grandchildren. Maybe this is him calling us to be praying into their lives and the lives of those that they will encounter, not only in their childhood, but in their adulthood as well. Maybe we'll be serving this week in the foyer or helping out at the food hub, maybe packing uh, the the, um, bags for the food hub or distributing them wherever he's calling us. Wherever it is, would we allow his light to shine once again in our hearts? The Holy Spirit to prompt us to pray for that person, those people. That we might spread a word of encouragement, 
a word of knowledge, to hear him well. What is the Lord whispering in our ears for those people that his light might be spread this week? So as we continue to worship Jesus with the name of Jesus over us, let us receive his light and hear once again that beautiful gospel story, that shining, powerful light shining into your heart and mine that we might carry his presence. We might be light bearers carrying his light to wherever we go today, tomorrow, this week, wherever, whenever, and continue hearing his voice whispering over us. This is the way. This is the word for them. Encourage them. Speak my words over them. Come and behold me once again in the places where you're meeting others. In the quiet place. Come and meet me. Come and hear my voice, my gentle whisper. Come and hear me speak words of life over you. That you might know my power at work within you. And that might overspill to those around you. Come and behold me once again. Take that moment to wait as we sung at the beginning. Wait on him. What word is he placing in your heart right now? sense for some of us it's a call to come back to his word again and again to commit to hearing his word the unfolding of which gives light the psalmist says the picture the psalmist talks about is him and him alone being the lamp for our feet and the light for our path. Some of us, I sense, do not know which way to turn, which way to go. He says, I am the light and I will light your path. Wait on him.
Jesus calls us into this place to gather around his word, to worship him, the one who is light, who is life, whose name is power, is healing. Sometimes he sends us out right onto the water. But he is with us there. We sang earlier about a harmony. I had that sense he is our harmony singing over us, upholding us wherever he sends us. It's the safest place to go where he is sending us because he is there. He goes ahead of us. 